Okay, here we are, episode three, season three. Pretty, uh, pretty big crowd tonight, James and uh, and Barnsley. James, you were late because of the cricket. There was a good reason because um, uh, we've got uh, rugby league uh, royalty here tonight. Before we get to our guests, the Fox and Mr. Jennings, we have Peter Wynn in the room. Peter Wynn, welcome, Pete. Thank you, son-in-law. <laughs> welcome, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, Pete, actually, before we get on to um, the reason that you're here. Uh, I have noticed a change in James's demeanour since you've purchased property in the 2478 postcode. Um, I haven't told anyone that, so that's a, a release. Eh? Oh, have James, you? Yeah, no, well, I, I've just told everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pete. Welcome to the Northern Rivers. I didn't, I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> Condo, there's not much that misses, nah. gets past Condo. Because he's your next-door neighbour, I think. Oh, I think Steve. that might have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Pete, you're, you're here to, uh, to give us a bit of a rundown on uh, your guest at, the, uh, at, the, at Barnsley's Big Barbecue, which is Spartacus. Yeah, no, look, just to say a few words, honoured to be here with those two great players. You lost one Mr. of them. Mr Jennings. Scored two no, tries last gonna, year in the yeah, semi for yeah, Parramatta yeah, and he's gone. Yeah, I was at that semi. I'm, a bit, I'm not happy about um, him moving to the Melbourne Storm. Probably good done with him this year. But Did anyway, you have any say in that? No, not a lot. None at all. But I'm just dirty that Josh Adderkard didn't get approached to come to you. He signed four years with the Bulldogs. Not a lot, a lot of happy memories about the Bulldogs back in the 80s, I can promise you that. So. Uh, you guys were rivals, yeah. Yeah, we had a bit of fun there. But anyway, Josh has gone there. But great honour to be here tonight and thank you for having me along. But I do remember the podcast you asked me my three people who I'd like to have dinner with and the three I chose, the number three was uh, Neil Armstrong, just to refresh your memory because he's done something no one else has done and he was first to do it and no man's probably done it, not too many have done it since Walk on the Moon so I thought he'd be special. Maybe a couple of people last Saturday night might have wanted <laughs> a few moon walkers. <laughs> <laughs> and the second man of course was Michael Jordan, I mean what a freak, you know, he can win three premierships like he did, go away for a while and come back with another three so it's pretty special and have, you know, him in my mind, and then all of a sudden, he said, who's your number one? And I, I had this book, and if any of you guys have watched Netflix, it's on Netflix, but anyway, this is pre-Netflix, this is all about Spartacus, and the thing about Spartacus, he was the son of the son of the son of a slave, so he was born into slavery, and um, what he did was quite amazing, how he took on the Roman Empire, and almost achieved everything that he wanted to be a free man, so... I gave this book to um, our Parramatta Club doctor and he read it four times and he actually gave me a hard copy and says it's the best book he's ever read so he's quite an intelligent man so I'm not saying I'm intelligent but the other reason I gave it to you is because there's no pictures unfortunately I thought I might give Woody a book to read there's plenty of pictures <laughs> 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 so, so, so that was my so challenge. Pete, so, what, Pete, I'm guessing he hasn't read it. No, he's had it for three months. No, I, no. I, anyway, anyway, hang, no, on. hang on, hang on. I saw, I saw, I've, I've read, I've read the page 20. You can see where it's folded. turned over sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> see? See, I got in depth yeah, there. Which is the introduction of the book called Spartacus. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Woody, no pictures. Anyway, that was the idea on that. But if you ever get a chance, read the book. It's a lot better than what Netflix is. It's just a real hardcore story about how tough it was and what it takes to make it to the top. And Spartacus nearly got there. That might be the review, end of season three. Are we going to start doing book reviews? I think no, we I should. Think <laughs> we could review all sorts of stuff. Well, if we start doing book reviews, we'll have to have Pidge on the panel. <laughs> no, well, Pidge is in a book club, <laughs> yeah. and they have to read a book every six weeks. Okay, I'll turn my intros to James, Condo and Barnsley. You three are legends. Thank you for having me on the podcast. And tonight is just a reflection for the crowd that's come along tonight to see the two great players behind us. Well done, fellas. Beautiful. Thanks, Thanks, Thank you. Well So, Woody, our sponsors tonight? Uh, we've, got, we've got a huge amount of sponsors, and they're very supportive, and we're just going to thank them all, I reckon. So, so first yeah. one is obviously uh, BMW, 
<laughs> from uh, that have come on board. They're all going to give us a, I think, a series five. Um, want to thank also uh, Qantas they've for the headphones. They've just got us a bunch of headphones for Derek, <laughs> and none of those are sponsors. So we want to thank obviously Peter Winscore. He's been <laughs> he's given us a book and forty four constructions. Yeah, and a quick shout out, just Lennox Pizza Pasta. Oh, Mez yeah, and the, the boys, you got the hat on, but yeah. Mez tonight, five pizzas, uh, five oh, I know. Guys, exceptional, mate. He sent one out early for uh, for our guests. For, for our guests, how was it, boys? Ten out of ten. And yeah. I think they've eaten there every day this week. So seriously, if you're in Lennox Head... <laughs> <laughs> they, they honestly have. So if, you, if you're in Lennox Head, take, take the boys' word for it. The Fox and Jenks, they've eaten there every night. Lennox Pizza Pasta. <laughs> Um, and also, just quick shout out to Gage Rose Brewing. You've brought the beer along again tonight. We've got a new one tonight, the Sidetrack. Sidetrack, so, Woody. What's so, we know what pipe dream is. What Sidetrack? Basically, uh, Sidetrack's when you have too many pipe dreams <laughs> and you go to walk to the next pub or the bar and you get it's sidetracked <laughs> and it's all over. You end up in a different state or a different postcode. <laughs> so, Woody, the only other thing we've got to check is guest guest coming up. After we've got uh, we've had Pete on tonight, and we've got the two boys coming on soon. Uh, you touched on before Christmas that we had uh, MJ, Elon Musk. Uh, we actually have. I think we're getting, and I'm pretty sure he's flying in. I don't know if you've seen the guy in uh, America that had the Chewbacca suit on in the uh, uh, at Capitol Hill. At Capitol Hill, is he coming? Broke on? into Capitol Hill. We're going to get him. Right, and also I think I'm not 100 percent certain, but I'm pretty sure. We're getting James Harden from the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. Okay, that'd be amazing. So yeah. in between Talk those guys, trade. next week we're yeah. going to have uh, we're going to have the Titans halfback Jamil Fogarty on. Jamil Fogarty, that'd and be awesome. the week Great after story. we're going to have uh, B Durbridge on. Epic. Durbridge or Bidge, is it? Oh, he's from Stratty. Right. So, yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap it up on that. All right. <laughs> Let's welcome Jinx in. <laughs> So, boys, what, what brings you to town? Georgie, what brings you to town? Um, yeah, so we're here for um, two weeks. Of, we got here on Wednesday, um, but we're here because we're quarantining at the moment. We're doing a little, like, mini training camp at the moment. Um, Is this quarantine with, uh, coming out of the shed? Yeah. <laughs> oh, nah, we're on holiday, actually. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's, it's actually been pretty good. Eh? We've got Wisey and um, Barnsley putting us through a few drills and... Um, so yeah, what's the, so what's the scoop on those two dudes? Is uh, P- and pigeons doing your nutrition? <laughs> is he doing it? What's he doing? Because he was sort of saying you might be sort of getting a start with the storm. If some, what's, is he going to be the running coach or wrestle coach? Okay, sweet. Uh, can you see any talent in pitch? Huh? Is there any talent in pitch? Yeah, as, nah, a, as a coach or. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah nutritionist. Yeah, yeah. nutritionist. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, I, I mean, I suppose one thing that we'd like our listeners to probably uh, really embrace is the fact that these guys have been living out of a suitcase for, I don't know, how long? I haven't been home in like a year, so. So Josh Adokar hasn't been home in a year. And then you come up here to effectively quarantine. You've just had a barber a week ago. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you left your missus, came up. She's up here now? Yeah. So I had to leave um, Sydney before the borders closed, just before Christmas. And, yep. Um, so started training with Melbourne and then had to fly back for the birth of my son. And yeah, so. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Baby Hunter? Is yeah, that right? Baby Hunter. Baby Hunter is and a week and a bit old now. So he's still in Crow's Nest Hospital right now? Or are they out? No, nah, no, nah, they're, they're at home now. Yeah, yep. so um, uh, Northern Beaches is, hasn't been... Um, 
sort of regard it as a red zone now. So they'll be sweet to fly to Melbourne this week. And I'll get to meet them there next week. So. Oh, it's great, mate. Just yeah. show some of the sacrifices. And, and you were a part of the Warriors last year as well. You obviously started with Paramount and finished there, but in the middle of the season, you were loaned out as well. Like, mate, give us an idea of what some of the guys, I suppose, went through there during COVID. Oh, yeah. That, to go over there and see what they went through was, was pretty, like, I don't know. I was just, like, really humbled by what, what they went through, especially um, Roger, uh, two of us are Sheik. He, um, he's, he didn't have his family over, so he was, he was, he was sort of, Having a hard time. I know some of the boys um, went back home, but um, I think he could have had the option of going back home. But it just would have been hard. Like he's the captain of the team, so he stuck it out, and he missed a lot of a lot of um, things with his son. I think he like missed his first steps or something like that. Like yeah, well, yeah, missed a lot, a lot from his son. So yeah. So what's your take out of your six or eight games with the Warriors? Are, that, are they going to be better for? That experience yeah, yeah, for this for year, sure, definitely, and and plus they're adding some some really handy players in that forward pack, so yeah, they'll be really good. Yeah. So we uh, we know you're into into uh, your US sports, so we're going to do around the grounds now. As uh, I know, you've listened to 32 of our 33 podcasts, so you know what we do. So US sport this week, Tom Brady. What's your take? I don't know. It'd be hard to bet against him. He's going against a handy team. Um, Can they I win think, it? Uh, the whole thing. Yeah, I'll say yeah. It'd be hard to bet against him, but um, Packers. I don't know who's gonna gonna um be up on Devontae Adams. I don't think they have anyone that can sort of guard him. So it'll be a tough one. So I suppose for our listeners out there who don't follow American sport, Tom Brady's left the New England Patriots. He's gone up to the to twenty years. Of twenty years, gone to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're going to go up against Aaron Rodgers' Green Bay Packers in Green in Green Bay this weekend after BD for shot the Super Bowl. Drew Brees. Uh, New Orleans Saints, yeah. Yeah, it's a What's your take, Woody? Yeah. I, I think it may be just a little bit ahead Green Bay just because it's going to be really cold. They said after the Tampa Bay game, it'll be in the 20s, which is, I think, snowing. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> 20, I mean, like, the, whatever they're... What's their Fahrenheit? Are they Fahrenheit? Again, I always say this, stay in school, everyone, but I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's snowing. Is it in the 20s? I don't know. Anyway, it's, <laughs> it's going to be cold. So I don't know. They're from Tampa Bay's a hot place. So I don't know if they'll be able to handle that. Who wins the other one, George? Um, who's the other one? Chiefs oh, and Chiefs, Bills. Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs. Is Mahomes going to play? Playing, yeah, yeah, Chiefs. How's the KO rule? Like, because he, he got knocked out, didn't he? How's it yeah. work in the NFL compared to say the protocol you guys have to run into? I don't, I don't really know. Eh? I'd say they'd they'd have to do a sort of a test, like a cog test. Sort of thing. So, so that's what you guys have to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, we do a, a, a test and yeah. Have you had to do any of those tests since you've been yeah, uh, yeah. under Wisey's tutelage this week? <laughs> 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 Only when you wrestle Pidge. Because <laughs> <laughs> Pidge keeps telling us that he got uh, he got uh, the fox in the wrestle. Is that correct? Uh, I think he did because Fox doesn't like the sand, so oh. yeah. <laughs> he hates the sand. We, so. we, we actually noticed that in that surf edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's way better. He's way better on land. Yeah. yeah. So have you got a newfound respect for the surfers out there, boys? After the oh, other day, oh yeah, for sure. I don't think I've ever been that sore. My core and shoulders and stuff. Really? Yeah. So I suppose the other thing, I mean, if we're touching on surfing, um, I'm sure you guys are up to speed with what's happening in Hawaii. James, um, Mackay, Rothman, and a few of the boys, John, John, Kelly. Catching like one thousand foot waves, huge, huge swell. Justine Dupont, yeah, yeah that chick her? got that massive one, on that there? toe wave. I think McCool got a really big wave. I Yesterday. haven't seen the video of it, but why haven't you seen it? No, nah. oh, hundred footer, eh? 
ridiculous. Massive. Have you seen that footage of that jet ski go dead set yeah. into outer space? That guy's in hospital and they're doing a GoFundMe. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they are. Far no, they are. The guy, he's a photographer and I think he just went, went and just landed directly on the fucking steering wheels of it. The, or if the, you haven't, if you, yeah. So that's Ooh. your saying why? That... That's Mackay. That probably felt like uh, in front of the pub when we were doing surf <laughs> <laughs> That's when their boards ran into each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose uh, wrap on just a quick wrap. We had a 30-second wrap on the cricket. What's a go? Where, how do we move forward? Are they going to go to they, South Africa with the same team? I don't. I, th- I think they will, just about. But they're going to have to replace Stark. Stark was pretty shit the whole summer. He had a couple of moments where he was pretty good. The first one in Adelaide, but... It's pretty bad the last two tests. He needs the um, pink ball, doesn't he, to make it swing. But I think I was surprised they didn't go with Neeser in the last test. I thought yeah. he would have been given a shot, being a Brizzy local, plays on that, you know, wicket every week pretty yeah. much and, and has done well. But mate, hats off to the Indians. Like some of like Pajara watching him out there today, he faced what two hundred and something balls through his fifty. I think he got hit in the head six about times. T- yeah, yeah. War six of them. They're a great team. Exceptional. They've and they got a lot of depth. They, they've yeah. none of it like I think two or three of their top bowlers weren't playing, Ashman, um, there was oh, a few and then there's four, five quicks are out there. And, co- of course, Coley, who's one of the best batters well, in the Well, one of the great stories is that Siraj, he got five wickets on that last thing. He came over here, and on the first week, his dad passes away, and he's, like, given the choice to go back to India to obviously attend the funeral. And it was his dad's dream. He played for India, and he came out as a net bowler. And uh, lo and behold, he gets, a, he gets a crack, and there he goes, five test wickets in the last one. So, mate, that shows, you know, it stick it out. Pretty fu- A little funny thing. You see all the Indian names, and then there's one in the middle, Washington. I don't really <laughs> know how. And Kerry O'Keefe was calling him wishy-washy. No, there's nothing wishy about washy. <laughs> hey. Well, uh, well, that's it for uh, Around the Grounds, boys. Uh, George, uh, on behalf of the podcast, would like Thank to say you, thanks. Thanks for coming in. Um, thanks for what you've contributed to uh, the community in the last couple of weeks training up here. Extremely generous with your time. This time last year, we actually asked uh, Frank Panisi, football manager, Melbourne Storm, who was going to be the standout player for last year? And he picked it, Ryan Pappenhausen. I don't know, haven't asked Frank yet, but Barnsley, I seem to think that George Jennings might have a breakout year. Well, let's hope so, mate. They've got a history of turning good players into great ones. And um, fingers crossed, Georgie. Thanks so much, mate. Let's hear it, everyone. Yeah. Georgie. Thanks, thanks so George. Okay, well, we are here for the main event, which is uh, to welcome Josh Adokar, two-time premiership winner down at Melbourne Storm. State of Origin rep, Australian rep, All-Stars rep. He's done the lot and, uh, and really developing into a leader of the uh, Indigenous community. So uh, here he is shed, in the shed. The Welcome, fox. mate. Woo. Uh, <laughs> Welcome him in, eh? Yeah, Josh so Adokar. Josh Adokar, the fox. Do it, do it, do it. Stop, baby. Stop. Thanks, Georgie. So I suppose, I suppose just for our listeners, uh, just before we sort of kick off into your childhood and your background and where you've come from, just talk us through uh, Let's Trot. Let's try it. Come up with it back in the day, uh, roaming the streets when I was a young kid. Instead of saying, let's go, I said, let's try it. And that did. <laughs> and that did. Just sees what you get. <laughs> so born and bred in Irwood? No, no, no. So I moved a lot a lot uh, when I was a kid. Um, originally from Doonside. So I was born out in Blacktown, where my dad's family's from. Yep. Mum um, and dad broke up. Went back into Redfern, where my mum's family's from, uh, the car side. And yeah, um, I moved around a lot when I was a young kid. So I moved from Doonside to Earlwood to Leichhardt to fuck, everywhere, everywhere you can think of. So, um, yeah, but it's definitely built me into a man I am today. So. And you were, uh, you were telling me on Sunday on the beach, one of 15 kids and the age spread is like 26 years or 27 years. Yeah, uh, my dad, a bit of a 
S O U T， 啊， true story， 啊、uh, <laughs> ， and our、uh, dad's got yeah dad's got about fifteen kids、um, that he knows of.、Um, <laughs> they're they're all over Australia. True story.、Um, yeah, haven't met one. Darius, he's up up in Cairns. Darius, yeah. So you're the second oldest. I'm the second oldest. Yeah. Wow. Nah, but、yeah, I do、man. have a,、uh, I do have a big family. Dad's one of like seventeen. They they were based or most of them are based out in Doonside where I grew up, and、um, the rest of them are up in Cairns. So, is there any NRL destination you don't go where people don't want thirty tickets? No. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, <nah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I got cousins, or uncles everywhere, bro. <laughs> funny, yeah. So if Woody got you standing up the other day, you might get a ticket. <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs> I might even get a start in the Melbourne Storm side as like a、um, I don't know maybe a tight head prop or a, I mean a <laughs> tight head prop. That is rugby union. I know. I'm sort of like a hybrid player. <laughs> <laughs> I go between coasts. Can you talk us what a talk us through what a hybrid player is? Basically, someone that doesn't play. Right. They just sit and watch. Okay, so you want tickets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Matraville High was that a scholarship you you, you ended up there?、Matraville、yeah, went to、Sports、went、High? to Matto、uh, Matto sorry、uh, travel from Elwood so I used to catch a, the bus the four hundred used to go through international domestic airport all the way to Maroubra so I took about an hour thirty minutes every day so I used to get up about five o'clock every day to travel to school used to walk about ten minutes to get the bus stop、um, yeah I dropped out of school year nine that's when like I hit rock bottom like as like Family situation, sort of thingy. I、uh, moved up to Brisbane with、uh, my dad to start work.、Um, it, was, it was a removal up there. Worked with him every day up there for about six months, and got an opportunity to come back to to Sydney、um, to play for the Sharks. So I try, I'll try it out、uh, with the Bulldogs and the Sharks.、Um, yeah, I just signed up on online,、um, and yeah, it all, all pretty much started from there. So just signed up online to play a trial. Yeah, so signed up for the Sharks and the Bulldogs. I just signed up online. It was an online trial sort of thingy, and. Yeah, pretty much. Dad packed all his bags up, <clears throat> and and me and my sister's bags.、Um, come back down, come back down to Sydney to to seek another opportunity to play rugby league again. Yeah. Had you always like been quite good at it, or is it sort of <laughs> something that's? Yeah. Ah.、Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'd like to think so. Yeah.、Um, <laughs> Obviously, you're probably faster than a lot of people <laughs> in in your age、oh, groups. I'd I imagine. Was, I was I was a bit of a rat bag when I was a kid. You know, got into a bit of trouble, this and that, and、um, didn't really take footy as serious as I should have. Always trained hard when the opportunity came up, but、um, like I said, off field and that, I was all I want to do was make make a bit of coin, make a bit of money. Yeah. When was the turning point, mate? In your youth, where you thought, you know what, I've got a fair income chance here.、Uh, when I hit rock bottom, I was I was homeless. So moved, like I said、uh, before, I was moving around a lot of places, a lot of family fa-、uh, families' houses out doing side Mount Druitt、uh, in Redfern.、Um, you know, just pretty much couch surfing, and、um, that was probably the turning point for me. So what you were fifteen, fourteen? Oh, I was、months? about sixteen, seventeen at the、yeah. time. How scary is that being on the streets or not knowing where you're going to sleep? Oh,、now? I didn't really, th- didn't really think about it too much. You know, all of the people at the time were that, that were around me were my cousins. That was the, that were the only people that helped me at the time. You know, no one didn't really want to you know, borrow me back then, but but my cousins. So that's why I got a lot of time for my、um, for my cousins because they were there when when the times were tough. Like I said before,、uh, I was I was. Just taking the piss out of footy、uh, from through、uh, Harold Matz and SG Ball, this and that, and like I said, I was homeless, had no no income, all that kind of stuff. And back then, bro, all all I wanted to do was make a bit of coin, and I'd do whatever it take 
or do whatever it took to, to, to make a bit of coin. And that's when the that's when I got in trouble with the with the police. It all caught up with me. Um, yeah, they grabbed me after SG ball training. Um, after a tough session at Maruba. I was I was um, I was on bail at the time for the assault charge. I forgot the report, so I used to report Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I forgot to report on the Monday. They grabbed me the Tuesday after a solid session at, at Maruba. As soon as I got home, they were waiting, waiting for me at the door. Um, and they were like, oh, mate, you got to come with us straight away. And I said, bro, can I at least have a shower? I had all dirt, all sand, whatever, this and that, the beach and that, surfing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, nah, true story, but they, yeah, they. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely haven't lost that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it was definitely out the beach, but yeah, they grabbed me, they took me to Coven, um, they made it absolute torture for me. They um, could you have a shower or not? Nah, they. So I went to Newtown Police Station about six, seven hours. Did what to do there, and then um, that's when the um, you know the police officer took me to Coven out, out near Mount Druitt. Um That's when I had to have a shower. That was like one, one or two o'clock in the morning. No hot water, bro. I was stressing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had, to, had to do everything, you know, strip search, this and that, bend over and cough and that. True story. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that was a turning point for me, bro. Um, yeah, I look back at it now, but, yeah, it, it's definitely shaped me into the man I am today. Um, and, yeah, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. So was it straight and narrow after that or you got your chance at the Rabbitohs? When, when did all that sort of start for you? When I moved back, to, when I moved moved to Brizzy with yeah. my dad, yeah, I uh, started working, started making a bit of coin. I was making about five hundred bucks a week. I didn't have to do nothing. Dad made me sit down and watch, pretty much make me watch. But yeah, start yeah that started. I just had a break from footy, come back down, and that's when I trialed out for um, the Sharks and the Bulldogs. Just signed up online, got in contact with my manager again because I lost. Um, you know, well, obviously I wasn't playing footy, but I got in contact with him and said, "Is, is there any trials this and that?" And he said, "Yeah, sign up online." And that's what I did, bro. Pretty much started from there. So I signed with the Sharks. I only play in both um, <clears throat> in both trials to, to get signed. There was about I don't know hundred players to trial out in both sides, and I was the only player in both sides that they wanted to sign. So I was, yeah, I was pretty um, I was pretty lucky. Yeah. yeah. What's it like going to those trials and there's hundred other guys trying to get a spot? Yeah. Does it feel good being twenty five seconds faster than everyone? <laughs> <laughs> in the, in oh, it, does, it definitely does help. Um, yeah. <laughs> I look back now and just you know, I remember like yesterday, um, you know, one of the boys uh, back home in Redfern that I was training with at that time, um, you know, he, he took me out there and fuck, I look back at it now, it just got me thinking, fuck, it took a while for me to to, to get where I'm at today. It's just um, yeah, just thinking about it now, just yeah, spins me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you end up at the Storm, but you have a quick uh, a quick stay at the at the Tigers. Uh, Another one, Woody. Didn't. <laughs> Yeah, tragic. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a Tigers supporter by my whole life. So oh, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 I love the Tigers. That's bro. so good that they got rid of you then. <laughs> <laughs> and Tedesco, <laughs> and the Happen Riff, House, like, and yeah, all our good players just seem to go to another club. It's so heavy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. Uh, the sh- um, obviously played two years at the Sharks for under twenties. That this and that um, went all right there. I don't know, I had this feeling that, like, I don't know, that Shane Flanagan didn't like me at the time. Um, they just wanted to sign me for uh, New South Wales Cup. I went really well for the 20s team, but, yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think Shane, Shane Flanagan liked me at the time, but, um, yeah, they wanted to sign me for New South Wales Cup and then the opportunity um, ar- uh, arise for the West Tigers for one year and then and the Storm for, for one year as well. But I chose the West Tigers purely on, you know, they both offered me one-year contracts, but... 
I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll stay in Sydney and give it a one, one, one last crack. And that's what I did. So I was pretty much a train and trial contract. That's how I pretty much started, yeah. Didn't work out at the Tigers? Jason Taylor? <laughs> Far out was a Jason Taylor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh. just ruined our club. It's so <laughs> We're just... <laughs> Nah, so I'm going to try and get maybe Pidge involved in some admin stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Recruitment. <laughs> what was it like when you got that? You had the Tigers. You obviously because you went well. You know, I remember seeing you On streaking debut, down. Yeah. yeah, killing it. Yeah. So, what was the debut like? That was the best day of my life, bro. Like seeing mum and that. Like my mum was going through a really tough time. Um, mum was there. Dad was there. About a thousand of my cousins. Just <laughs> Called the, the corner they were at the blackout bar. <laughs> <laughs> the blackout bar. You look over there, it was a black fellow smiling. <laughs> <laughs> True story, bro. <about> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I'll never forget it, bro. It was one of the best. I remember running out and just like Sunday Arvo. I was a Tiger supporter as well. Sunday Arvo, packed out. Amazing weather, you know. It was, uh, just laughing, bro. I just felt like I like was smiling, laughing. Just, oh, I just can't believe I made it, bro. It was one of the best days of, of my life. Have you ever thought about coming back to the West Tigers? Or? Is, I can, but is that all the bouncy years at the Bulldogs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's a long, yeah, long story. But so, what do you think, uh, Frank Panisi and Belly Ake saw in you to uh, to get you down to the Storm in seven eight? They saw something in me at, the, at, at when I was playing at the Sharks. Um, really? But like I said, I just wanted to stay in Sydney, just give it one last crack, and that's what I did. Ended up playing nine first grade games for the West Tigers. Probably wasn't the most consistent player I should have been at the Tigers. That's the whole reason why I went to Melbourne. Um, just because, you know, everyone tells you that they're the grouse club and this and that. And Belliac turns um, ordinary players into the Mickey Mouse players. So. Can you remember your first meeting with Belliac? Yeah, bro. I was at the front of his house at um, uh, this cafe, bro, on the water. Yeah. <laughs> on the beach, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you both turned up for a surf. <laughs> <laughs> You were saying when we were running the other day, your first ever yo-yo you did down there, you ran a 15. Yeah, which bar. Is, which yeah. is pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> bad, bad, it's, it's real bad. That's bad, um, bar. Mate, like, I suppose going down there, what, what were your expectations? And I suppose what was it like walking into a room with Smith, Bellamy and these sort of guys? Oh, bruh. <laughs> oh, it's, um, I can't explain that because, bruh, I'll tell you a story about the, the 15, whatever the score is, you know, and the yo-yo. Bro, I went to Cancun, Mexico for three weeks, bro. <laughs> True story, bro. <laughs> so a good little pre-season camp. Yeah. Not a, not a 300 margarita. Where's Scotty over there, bro? <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, I was over there for like three, yeah, two and a half, three weeks. Um, come back four days before I had to start pre-season. Had to pack all my shit um, in Sydney and cruise, cruise down to... to to Melbourne and that's what I did, bro. And oh, bro, I'll come back like this, bro. I'm doing straight up and down, bro. <laughs> bro. Straight up and down, but nah. Um, yeah, it was definitely like when I first ever meeting um, that we had down at the Storm, like as a team sort of thing. Fuck, I was like, fuck, bro. What am I getting myself into this and that? I thought the Tigers was next level, but this is like just professional. Everything they do is to detail. Um, everything's footy related. Um, everything you do at training, you do on the field, sort of thing. So. That's the best. Did, did you have that work ethic prior to going there? Yeah, I, I did. I did. Um, I was probably, it was me and Mitch Moses was the fittest at, at the Tigers. Um, I was always fit at, you know, when I was a kid, I would, yeah, I was really fit, yeah. So they're renowned for their pre-seasons, are they as, yeah. as tough as, as people say? Yeah. No, you've got you to gotta witness, witness it to, to believe it. Um, like I said, everything's footy related. 
you know, we play a lot in conditioning games into, you know, boring MAS stuff as we do, like, just run up and down the field, you know, head noise and that. <laughs> True story, but yeah. Um, but it's the it's the people that make make the club and make the team. Um, you know, we've got great leaders that, that drive the, the team and the club. We've got a great leader in Craig. You know, he's got a good, really good relationship with everyone uh, across the, the across the club, um, in the players, the administration. Um, everyone's just good people, bro, and that's that's what makes the club. It seems like there's a few characters there oh, now bro, as yeah, well. Yeah. A few lunatics, Munster. Yeah. Oh, Munster's a grouse, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not <laughs> like everyone's just straight and narrow like Cam Smith, or is he? Has he got a little hidden bit of character? Who Cam? Yeah. Oh yeah, he loves it. He loves it. He takes a piss out of everyone, bro. Like he's like the grouse bloke. When I first ever met him, he came up to me and said, "Hey, mate, I'm Cameron Smith." You know, he, he didn't have to say that, bro. I know you are, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Like that's that's the type of uh, that's the type of people they are. Like, that was the same as Cooper Cronk and and Billy Slater and uh, uh, Jesse Bromwich. They come up to me and said, you "No, know, introduced me you know, as their names and that." So. Yeah, that's was, that was gross. Did you ham it up down there after scoring a try and they said, we don't do that around here? Or what did you? Did oh, like yeah, because I used to yeah. layer up with the Tigers and that. Yeah, yeah, I used to have a lot of fun that, didn't that? Uh, <laughs> when I first ever went down there, I had a meeting with um, Craig and all that, all like, all the staff and that. And they said, yeah, mate, you can't do do that because before before I signed with them, you know, I didn't play a first grade game. So I signed the contract, but I signed the contract, bro, dead set, 24 hours before I, I debuted against the Storm. Like, to go down the storm, and I, I found out I was playing first uh, debut for the West Tigers. Uh, Captain against Hunt. the storm, against the storm, bro. <laughs> first, uh, first person I tackled was Jesse Bromwich. <laughs> Never forget it. Do you think you maybe <laughs> wouldn't have signed down there if you'd played more earlier? Nah, I probably would have, bro. Um, but I remember I had a shocker against the um, uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs at, at ANZ. Dropped about, I don't know, dropped about ten high balls and uh, bombed a try. And I was probably like a turning point for me. Like, I know I was so upset after, bro. Just like, just personally, just like, really embarrassed myself. Like I said, bro, I probably wasn't taking it as serious as I should have. And that's the whole reason why you know, I'm glad I signed with the Storm. Um, that was probably like a massive turning point for me because, bro, I embarrassed myself, man. I was so disappointed in myself. How do you pick yourself up from that? Because everyone in this room has tough times. I have yeah. tough times at work. Like, I've dead said I had a shocker. Yeah. When you're staring at yourself in the mirror, how do you pick yourself up and go again the week after? I just know I had to go back and train, train harder at the areas that I should have been better at. And yeah, that was probably it. I just didn't want to embarrass myself again. That was probably the biggest thing. Yeah, bro, I remember, I'll never forget that game, bro, because that was probably the turning point, um, the player I've always dreamt to be. I'll never forget that game, bro, yeah. How's, how's Bellamy for getting you going in different areas? Does he kind of hammer you when you have a shocker or is he pretty good or how... Has yeah, no, he played yeah. a big part in that side? <laughs> yeah, of it comes down to training, bro. What I've learned down in Melbourne, I've learned how to play football. I've learned how to be a footy player. I've learned how to be a professional. Just going down to Melbourne, you know, they they focus on the key areas, um, you know, like filling the space, all that kind of all that kind of stuff. And um, it's just definitely developed everyone at the, at the club. And like I said, bro, the, the leaders that we got down there drive everything. Um, as players, we we've got a massive say in what we do. Training, um, travel, um, so that's what that's why we're such a successful club. So seventeen, you win the comp. Mm. You had a bit of a breakout year, obviously. Uh, Cronk, Smith, Slater, Slater, mm. man of the match. I mean, talk us through Billy. I mean, <laughs> pretty special talent. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember 
I still can't believe I've played with them three bros. I remember watching them when I was a kid and that, bro. It's freaky, yeah, freaky stuff. But because uh, Cam was playing in the seventies, wasn't he? <laughs> is he, is he, he was playing. He, well, he played with Perth. He's sixty-three. Yeah, hundred percent. It won't surprise me if he, he still plays on this year. But yeah, no, nah, it's is it's, he? I don't know, bro. He hasn't said anything to anyone. I don't reckon he's going to say anything to anyone. Eh? He's just going to. I think he's just that type of player. Well, he's just. <laughs> you know, players have that like announcements and that, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And like, I don't think he's. I think he's just, just going to be swept under the rug, sort of thing. You know. If he, if he wants that, then sweet. Yeah. So back to Billy. What was Billy's best attributes that you've that you've learned from? His work ethic. Yeah. He he was just hundred miles an hour, bro. And that's what, like I said, those players that you look up to, like them doing it at the age of thirty. Like, why can't we do that? You know what I mean? Like, you got to try to keep up with these players. Like Cam, he's he does everything we do. Um, probably doesn't do a bit of wrestle, but he's just that good at it. So does all the running and stuff that we do. How's he in sprints? Is he close to you in a sprint? That's all. <laughs> <laughs> He's fast up here, bro. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, nah. What about Billy? Have you is are you close, is Billy close with you? Yeah, yeah, I'm close with I'm I'm close with everyone. I get along. No, with in everyone. the in a race in a fifty meter dash, and we I can't <laughs> say too much, bro. <laughs> nah, I'll keep it humble, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Story, wait, wait, were, you, were you telling me on Sunday morning when we were walking across to have a coffee that you're now the second fastest in the club and Pappenhausen's the, the, the quickest? I just keep it humble, bro. You know what I mean, just, <laughs> <laughs> just keep it humble, bro. <laughs> well, I, well, I will repeat it. Woody. He, he actually said he, George George had a bit of a giggle because he knew where I was heading with the question, and he, the fox looked at me. He goes, he goes, Condo, Pappenhausen's quick. Oh, he's the quickest in the club. He goes, Condo. He ain't at our car quick. Say no more. So Kronk leaves the, leaves the club at the end of that year. I mean, what sort of influence did he have on you? Is it, I mean, all the stuff we see in the media, we read about his yeah. leadership, his work ethic, yeah. his, how he's bettered himself as a player and as a, as a person. Is, is it all what you read correct? Yeah, he's definitely what you said. Um, Bro, if he, I reckon if he stayed, bro, we would have won four premiership or premierships in a row, bro. Just that's really? how good, that's how good he was, and that's how good of a team we were at that time. When he left, it was it just left a big hole, especially um, in our spine. I think we had Cam Munster. That was his first year in twenty. That was, I think that was his first year at five eight, twenty seventeen. Then we had Brody Croft, who what played one first grade game, um, and it really, it really like disjointed our. Our attack we're only, I think we're only winning games By like Four Six points Whatever Our, our defence is always on, on, on point But When 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 Coops left I'm telling you bro We went Free Pete I'm telling you he was, he was that good And that's how good of a team We were at the time What um, What was the plan The week leading into the grand final When he wasn't going to play He was going to play Shoulder They win Well oh, You obviously want to find him In attack I uh, mean defence Oh when we're attacking Sorry so For me Just Oh, that was my second grand final, in, you know, in the space of two years, bro. Like I was just—I think we took it for granted as a as a team. And when when we found out uh, Billy cleared it off that sh- shoulder charge, I thought, I think we took the f- a foot off the pedal, sort of thingy. Um, and it showed in the game, bro. Like Rooster turned up at the start of the game, and we, we were just trying to chase our tails for the whole for the whole game. And it, it was just—it was just too late. Roosters Roosters were too good of a team, um, to to try put some quick points on. 
So, uh, so 2.19 and then you roll into 20. You're starting to play rep footy, New South Wales, yeah. Origin, um, Australia, All-Stars. Um, I mean, talk us through how important it is playing for the All-Stars as an Indigenous kid. Yeah, it's, um, that's one of the reasons why, why I wanted to play first grade too. Um, I was a part of the New South Wales um, Indigenous side that played against the Queensland Indigenous side uh, under-16s. We play the Curtain Razor before uh, the All-Stars game uh, up in the Gold Coast when I played. And I remember uh, there was, I don't know, it was about three teams, three Indigenous teams, the girls. Oh, no, yeah, yeah the, us, the girls and, and, and the men's side and the Indigenous indigenous team were in front of us and then it was us and then it was the girls and we weren't meant to be behind them and they were doing the walk right at the time. And I was like, bro, how good is this? But I was like, bro, I wanted to run, like, run in front of them and start doing shake league, this and that, bro. And I was like, bro. <laughs> tell you, I was, bro, I was in the mode. I felt like I wanted to play, you know, first grade then. But you know, All-Stars was one of the reasons. Um, just gave me more motivation to, to, to want to make it. So um, I think All-Stars is a, is a big uh, part of um, Indigenous culture now uh, for rugby league players that are coming through the ranks. Um, and just to um, acknowledge um, Indigenous our Indigenous culture of Australia is, um, is something – um, that Australia should do more of. You're obviously a leader in the community, mate. Yep. Like, I'm a white fella, mate. How do you see us bridging the gap in terms of reconciliation and that sort of stuff going forward? No, nah, it's, definitely, it's definitely improving. It's still a um, long way to go. You know, obviously, that stuff with the anthem and that come out, um, you know, we're just trying um, to get a little, little acknowledgement in that. Um, you know, there's some, some words that don't you know, represent us and you know, we're just trying to, like I said, just try and get a little acknowledgement in... in um, something that is massive in our in our country. You know, we want to sing the national anthem with everyone. Yeah, and that's 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 the biggest that's, that's the biggest thing. Oh, yeah. mate, I, I totally agree. I think we've spoken yeah. about it numerous times in terms of you know mm. it just needs to happen. But what did you think of the Wallabies in terms of yeah. taking that step to be the first guys to actually you know sp- you know do the anthem in Indigenous yeah. language? Yeah, no, it was it was it's, a, it's definitely a massive um, yeah stepping stone. But like I said, some of the words that are in, in in the anthem, you know, it needs to be changed, and um, yeah, that that they what they sung at the start of the thing gave me, gave me goosebumps. But I don't know what I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. Um, but just hearing it, bro, I just like I'd, I'd give anything to know my language. Yeah, it's. But where's that start, mate? In terms of going forward, like Wisey spoke about it last week when he spoke with the elders, and they said it's not just it's it's about changing the minds of people twenty and younger. Yeah. So how do we? I suppose the youth coming up, both white and Aboriginal guys together. Mm. How do we get that going forward? How do we make it better? Just learning, just learning, um, you know, what, what the true history of Australia is. Yeah, like I said, bro, there's a massive stepping stone that we need. We, oh, there's, 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 a, there's improvement that we need to um, you know, move forward to. And Would you like to see, like, more of culture taught in schools and that sort of yeah, stuff? Yeah, there is, bro. There is, there's more, co- there's, there's more um, stuff getting taught out in the countries, where yeah. I'm from, so Wello, yeah. yeah. Dubbo, all that kind of area, like, Kids out there, oh, bro. I met this. I met this white follower at um, Newtown, bro. And he goes, bro, how you going? I'm, I'm this and that. And I, said, oh, I know heaps of your family members out, out, um, out Dubbo, Wellington Way. And he goes, bro, I know some of your language, but I started talking the lingo and that. Bro, I was like, fuck. <laughs> 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 bro, that was. It made me feel like, made me feel mad. Like, you know, this white follower come up to me, started speaking my my language that I should know. I thought it was special, bro. You know, yeah, like you said, it should be it should be taught all over Australia. It is hard. You know, there's. Three three hundred fifty odd tribes and they all speak Different their own language. Yeah, so it is hard, but uh, it is what it is, bro. And um, yeah, do you guys know? I don't know if you know Mick Laurie here locally. 
He's yep. doing a lot of. Yeah. He did it with you guys at Lee Bar with the yep. year yep. before that. So he's yep. running a bush kindy up here at local Good Start Preschool, taking kids out on country, learning mm. language, that sort of stuff. My kids are coming home, mm. you know, speaking Bunjalung, which is the, yeah. the um, you know language spoken here, and that sort of stuff. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. No, it is. And it actually teaches us who are older, who've probably not been taught that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, makes us open our eyes too. I think. It's so great. who are the elders in the indigenous community that like you really like? If they talk, you listen. Probably Uncle Shane Phillips from Redfern. He's probably right. yeah. He's probably yeah. He's the biggest one. Yeah. He's probably. I think he won Australian of the Year, like two three years ago. So he's probably the biggest one. Yeah. I've got I've got more of a question on in in the NRL. Is there any of those indigenous indigenous guys that sort of helped you out, like Thurston? Any of those guys that? Nah, not really, bro. Like, not is there a tight knit through the All Stars or something like that? Where? Oh, it's just it's just the crew that we have now, like Latrell, Cody Walker. Yeah. It's just us boys. Like, we're, I think, I don't know, we're, like, we speak out and stuff, as everyone knows, and, you know, we're doing it together. We're not doing it one out. We're just, we're just, we're just trying to do what's right. And, um, you know, we're proud of where we come from, who we are, what um, our, our grandparents, our parents have gone through. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We didn't really, I haven't really associated with, like, Thurston. Like, he, I've met him a couple of times, like, GI, but they, they, they're never around, like, all stars and that. So, yeah. They just come in, say hello, and then go. So, but yeah. So I got one more question. It's more of a New South Wales question. That was a penalty try eh, at the end of the game. Hundred <laughs> percent. That was a fucking hundred percent a penalty try. Hundred and fifty percent. Two hundred percent. Fucking should have won. Right, that, come that was a fucking hundred percent an eight point try. Hundred percent. Right, it come off my foot like when I kicked yeah. it, bro. I know. You know the bone on your foot, bro, on the top. Yeah. Bruh, the point, bro. The point on the ball and on that point. Bro, I'm telling you, I scored it. Woody, I actually, yeah. I'm a Queensland. I thought it was a penalty. Mate, you were gliding. <laughs> you were gliding. Bro. Gliding around. Bro, the I got run up to the referee and I go, bro, I would have got there. I would have got there. And he goes, no, you would not. No, you would not. Bro, are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Bro, was, it, was it Kurt Cadwell? Or nah, it was, it was someone. Munster. Go- Munster. Oh, oh, well, you were going past Munster for sure. Oh, no, the fullback. I ran, no, it was Corey Allen. He bumped yeah. me off. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Say no more. I really wanted to talk to you about that. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I was yelling at the TV. I'll tell you that much. So, mate, going forward, Bulldogs. Yeah. What was the uh, – yeah, where you had the Tigers. I had every club just about was in the running for you. What yeah. was the uh, – Why didn't you go to the Dragons? Mate. They didn't want me, bro. Uh, <laughs> we could use up the Broncos. There's heaps of Dragon supporters, eh? Yeah. Heaps of suffering. <laughs> heaps mate. of suffering Dragon supporters. There's a lot of – there's actually a really tight-knit community of sad Tiger supporters as well. <laughs> so don't worry. Oh, bro, I was that close to going to the Tigers. It wasn't funny, but... To go back? Just didn't work out. Yeah, I was going to go back, but just didn't work out. So why Bulldogs? Uh, I spoke to Trent. Felt like When I spoke to him on the phone, it felt like I've known him for years. And obviously, the year he had at the Panthers, um, I think he's grown as a coach. They obviously had a really successful year. Didn't win the the grand final that and that, but I just think he knows what what it takes to win win footy games. Do you think it'll be hard to replicate the Storm setup? Oh, definitely. Uh, but if if you speak to everyone, I've sp- I've spoken to a few people at the Storm. Like, um, you know, I'm really close with everyone at the Storm, and they reckon you know, if you if you want to go to a club, you go to the Bulldogs because they're really fam- family in or, uh, in, to- in, orient- in orientated. Sorry, yeah. I'm really excited to go there. Actually, yeah, beautiful. There's a cameraman that's probably more excited than you, <laughs> as you can see with his Bulldog shirt on. There's a, probably another freak here somewhere. He rang his chair. Where is he? He's there. There's a couple, a couple of fanatical Bulldogs supporters. So uh, th- this is the fun part of the uh, of the podcast. We move into Barnsley's ball bag question. 
ball bag, yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of pretty random questions, and they get more random every week with Woody. But uh, what are your first up? Mine's who you'd have dinner with, mate. Alive or dead? Anyone famous? Sporting. Uh, my grandfather Wally, he passed away two years ago. Okay. But talk, talk to us about him, though, Wally Coe, Australian yeah. boxing legend as well. Yeah, Pop, um, 101 professional fights. Grew up in Wellington, New South Wales. Moved into the city uh, when uh, he was young. Shout out to Wally <laughs> <to> Coe. <laughs> that did. <laughs> yeah, Pop um, was, I think, it was the only boxer to fight in every weight division um, wow. in history. So. Every weight division. Every weight division. So from whatever's the lightest to the heaviest, he he done. Um, was never counted out on the canvas. I think he's like top five for the most professional fights or whatever. Spent a lot of time with him in your childhood. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was he was he was the go to bro. He was, he was my man. Um, I tried to train with him and that when I was a kid, but he was too much of a stress head. <laughs> I tried to tell him, bro, you got to crawl before you walk, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Is that under one fight? He put me in like five minute rounds in that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shut me in the deep end straight away. Nah, but um, yeah, Pop, he, um, yeah, he was going to go over to America. He was going to get signed by some massive boxer over there. I can't remember his name, but he was going to go over to America and, and, and fight over there. But um, family was the biggest reason um, why he didn't go over there. So he would have um, you know, extended his um, boxing record. But, yeah, bro, he's broke a few records. Um, and, yeah, super proud to be his grandson, yeah. You got so two other people. Three, people? Yeah, yeah, three people you get, mate. So you got your granddad. Um, Who's your hero? My hero? Bitch, <laughs> 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 bro. Bitch. He's a man, bro. I'm telling you, he's a man, bro. <laughs> uh, um, probably uh, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. Money we haven't talks. had Floyd, have we? No, what yeah. is it about Floyd? I don't know, bro. He's, he's a man, bro. He's, he he come from nothing, bro. You know, and to where he's at now, I was like, fuck. That's what I want to be, bro. You know, what I mean, I want to, I want to be that, bro. He's a man. Um, <laughs> one more person, bro. There's a there's actually a really good chef from Evan, Skipper Routes. <laughs> <laughs> That's who Melling said on his podcast. <laughs> right? he's, an int- he's a really good barbecue chef. I don't I know. know. Probably, I don't know. Maybe an old Egyptian king or something, bro. Just to just to <laughs> just see if fucking aliens were real, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Some of the, the pharaoh. Yeah, pharaoh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, pharaoh. Okay. I like it. So we have got the free Woody. Yeah. Epic. Barnsy, your. Uh, okay. <clears throat> well, such on the indigenous stuff. I think best best thing you've uh, discovered in, in time in the Northern Rivers. Next head. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> 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 We all love it too. I just want to thank you boys for um, obviously your time up here, what you've given back to the community, to the kids up here, because yeah. I think um, what you guys do in inspiring obviously the next generation, um, you know, it means a lot. And it means a lot to people in the country to see yeah. their superstars. And it just shows in the room here tonight, like I haven't seen a bigger crowd here. And I think tomorrow morning, I don't think we'll have seen a bigger crowd turn up down to Williams for a training session my, in a long time. I brought so. my premiership ring up here too. I should have brought it, bro. So I'll bring, oh. I'll bring it tomorrow. Show bring it tomorrow, mate. Yeah, I think well. it's fantastic. But, mate, just from everyone here, before Condo goes in, thank you very much for no. both yeah. of you. Thank you. So, uh, so Condo's, uh, to finish up on Condo's ball back question, um, why is it important in Indigenous culture to dance? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Just, it's part of... Um, Everyone speaks about you know, language. That's a big part of um, any culture. Um, but you know, dancing is—it's you know, just part of your culture, bro. Just so, so that's, how you, that's how you express 
who we are, bro. You know what I mean? So what happens when you can't dance and you're indigenous? Still, so Tate, I, I, just about Indigenous All Stars, mate. That that sense shivers up your spine when you guys oh, you know, that, before it. the game is like, unreal. Yeah. Like, mate, take us through that. You can't explain like what it means to. He can. He, he, he knows what it feels like to put the Tongan jersey on, bro. But to put the yeah. All Stars jersey on to represent your people, bro. Like, it's next level, bro. It, it, it's a feeling you can't explain. It's something I look forward to every year, and I know. By us playing and, and trying to win the game, I know some young kid that's doing it tough out in the mission somewhere. Makes a difference. Makes, Makes yeah. a, a hell of a difference. And they've seen us have fun and, and seen that we're proud of who we are and where we come from and um, what we've been through. Uh, you're probably going to see another you know, Greg Inglis, Jonathan Furston in the next couple of years, bro. Um, so, so on that, who's the best dancer and the worst? You're looking at him, bro. I'm the best. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dance on Boogie, bro. That did. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's finish it. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. <laughs> right, well, uh, I think uh, I think for the uh, I don't know forty fifty crowd here, I think uh, that's been very entertaining, mate. Nah, thank so, Janko and uh, and the Fox, we've really. Uh, <laughs> what is it, bro? What is it? That's it's Janko. <laughs> it's Janko. <laughs> He's Instagram's Jenka. Yeah. Nah, so uh, we appreciate uh, we appreciate the efforts, boys. <laughs> no, nah, appreciate fantastic. everything you've done for us. Hey, being up here in that, you're good people. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thanks, guys. That was good, eh? <laughs>